Restore my life and hurting heart. Broke pottery, it's all apart. Jesus, Creator, make me whole. Hello, welcome to Restoring Hearts Indigenous Ministries. I'm your host, Lizzo Bomsawin, and I'm a member of the Abenaki First Nation and the Oneida Indian Nation. Today we are speaking with Safinia Jones, a wonderful Christian lady from Haida Gwaii, who has faced many injustices and difficult circumstances in her life, and yet has a strong faith in Jesus in spite of that. This is a lady full of love and forgiveness that only can come from the Lord. Our topic for today is forgiveness. And our memory verse is from Ephesians 4.32. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Dear Father in Heaven, we want to thank you that Safinia can be with us today. We pray that her story and her testimony may bring encouragement and hope to every listener who may have been abused or not treated well. May they know that God loves them and can help them to forgive. In Jesus' name, amen. Today we have Safinia Jones with us from Haida Gwaii, and we're so happy to have you with us, Safinia. Welcome. Hello. Happy to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself. Where were you born? I'm 75 years old. And I was born and partly raised in Haida Gwaii and Prince Rupert and residential school. And I have 19 grandchildren, so I'm quite blessed in my surroundings with love. Mm. Yes, you are. You have a lot of love around you. That's beautiful. Wow. Mm. So you're known for many things. You're very well known in your community and even across Canada. Mm. You've been very vocal uh, against child abuse, and yes. and also you're an actor. Yes. You've been on a number of uh, little shows, um, Murdoch's Mysteries. Yes. And a number of documentaries. Yes. And I've been in Edge of the Knife, and that's all in our own language as well. Yes, that was an, an incredible film. Yeah, and I just got through with one with um, Robert Davidson. I was in it with him, Modern Haida. Wow. Was that a documentary or a yes. film? Yeah, documentary oh, okay. on Robert Davidson. Wow. Yeah, he raised a totem pole in Haida Gwaii over 50 years ago mm. and broke a lot of ice with the government and the white laws and stuff like that as well because we weren't allowed to speak our language even at home. There was an Indian agent that used to go to Haida Gwaii and he told my um, relatives they're going to be thrown in jail if we were taught our own language and um, weren't able to speak English when we started school. So we were all taught English right off the bat. Yeah, terrible things that mm-hmm. went on in our communities. Yeah. So, um, and so one of the things that you're very well known for is uh, going before the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Yes, for the abuse we've endured in Edmonton especially like with the sexual abuse and stuff like that we endured there 
Yeah. Very, very hard. Now, how old were you when you went to residential school? I was 11. And you obviously suffered quite a bit at residential in residential school. Three of my friends, we went to this place where there was trees, and we were um, showing each other's how we dance and stuff like that, uh, Haida dancing, and they were Cree dancing and singing. Mm. And we got caught because um, they were teaching me um, Cree. We were punished for it. I had to do dishes. And generally we we were allowed to use gloves, but um, they wouldn't allow me to use any gloves. And one of the supervisors was saying, because I'm speaking the devil's words, she grabbed, I don't know, pliers of some sort, and she grabbed my end of my fingernails and started pulling it and pulling it and pulling it until it came out of the sockets. And then I had to work with it like that, and I lost all my fingernails. On both hands? Just my left. Yes. Yeah. When, when she was pulling my fingernails like that, she had such a smirk on her face, you know, like she was really enjoying herself. And I'm looking at her, and I'm thinking, gee, Lord, why are people like this, you know? And I'm crying, you know, with from the pain, like not screaming or anything <laughs> like that, right? And then... Um, I said, Lord, can you ask her to stop now? You know, and she looked at me and she didn't say anything and just walked away. No. Wow, that's quite the story. That's that's horrific. And you were praying during that. That's amazing. That's amazing. I had to. So you were brought up a Christian, right? Yes. My grandfather, Elijah Jones, he was became a lay reader in our church. So I was always brought up with the Bible. He always read the Bible to us. And um, he always preached in church and stuff like that and taught my brother and I how to say our Lord's Prayer and how to pray for our food and whatnot. And he was always telling us that if it wasn't for the Lord, we wouldn't even have anything to eat. Ever since I was a baby, he taught me about God and how to pray to God. So he was a good example of what a a Christian should be. Yes, very good example. That's why I really had a really hard time when I went out into that world and I'd think to myself, how can he be that mean, you know? How come their God was so different than mine? Whoa, it's terrible. And um, I always thought, oh, you know, I forgive them, but I just didn't let it go, and I couldn't you know see that part for the longest time and then the lord said let it go when i was in church one day so i cried and cried and i did i let it go and i felt really good after wonderful it's part of forgiveness isn't it it's like yeah yeah it's like a little bit of a process there yeah yeah forgiveness is something that doesn't really come from within us, does it? Because it's not no. natural to forgive. Yeah. It's yeah. Like God has to put it in our hearts, and we have to actually ask God to help us to even want to forgive. Yeah. What about forgiving people? Do you think it's something you can do on your own? No. No way. The Lord always has to be there with me no matter what. 
there is a real sense about you that you're a very caring person and um, you saw a lot of the other children abused as well, right? Yes. Can you relate some of those stories? I always felt that the Lord sent me to the residential school to protect the little ones that were there. That's my feeling I got right away when I went there because we got a lot of babies that was in the residential school. We used to have to look after. They used to tie them up in, in the crib so that they wouldn't climb out. They tie them in the bed when they're sleeping. They were tied up all day until we got there. We go feed them in the morning and lunchtime and then supper. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really hard for me to endure that, but nobody else was going to if we didn't do it. Took me a really long time to forgive them for that one. Yeah, that would have taken a lot of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. A lot of forgiveness. We'd get punished for taking the food so these little ones aren't going to starve, you know, because they were hungry. We'd get punished for it, and I couldn't understand that. My grandfather, Elijah Jones, was a really big believer in sharing. Everything we had, we shared. All the food we got, we shared. And he'd say, even if they have just a taste of it, go over there and give it to them. So I used to be running around to all my aunties and uncles and grandfathers and whatnot, sharing whatever we had to eat. Yeah, it's interesting that your grandfather taught you how to share and how to love. And when you were trying to, you know, use those principles of God, of sharing and loving, then you were punished. Yeah. And how opposite that was of God's real values, you know, because that's not God's way at all, you know. It took me a while to be able to comprehend that, though, you know. Yeah. There was quite a bit of um, kids that died there, and we had to bury them. And um, I had a really hard time dealing with that for quite a while, nearly all my life. There was um, a little girl that passed away in the infirmary. She must have been about six years old, I guess. And um, I was bringing her food when I found her. And um, when I went to tell the supervisors, I said, she's not waking up. Are you sure? You shake her? Yeah, I did. I shook her. And um, so the supervisor went and wake up like that to her. and. She said, oh, for goodness sakes, and threw her back down and took off. And um, I had to wrap her in a blanket so they can bury her. Mm. There was about three or four of the guys from my own hometown, from Skittigat, that had to dig the graves for them to get buried. Sometimes they used to wake them up four or five o'clock in the morning to dig a grave, and they used to just... Um, wrapped them in those old gray blankets yeah, and threw them in the ground like that. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't treat them very with respect when they did bury them. Yeah. Took me a long time to teach myself how to be able to um, really forgive and let go. Yeah. Oh, mm. boy, oh, boy. Yeah, that's really, that's really tough. There was one table they had the kids boy and a girl boy and a girl there's about 10 of them 
all lined up against the wall at a table and all they fed them was porridge 24-7. They never gave them anything else but porridge. Why was that? So I think they were, um, how they call it, studying us for something. Oh. Yeah. But I always forgave them. I pray really hard and I say, I forgive you. So what is the process for forgiving somebody? What happens to you when somebody does something really terrible? What goes on in your heart and your mind to be able to forgive? I sing. I have to sing and make myself better. If I don't sing and forgive, like, it never goes away. It doesn't go right down to my feet. Because I have to feel the forgiveness right down to my feet. Otherwise, it won't leave me. Do you have to ask God to help you to All forgive? All the time. And sometimes, I think, uh, when somebody hurts somebody we love, it's harder to forgive. Do you think yeah. that's true? Yeah, very hard. It's like with my husband. He sexually abused all his children. Did you ever hate him? Did you ever have feelings of Oh, him? I did hate him to no extremes. I was going to kill him. I really was going to kill him. I went after him with a knife in Vancouver. Yeah. But he took off into camp, and he died a week later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that hard to forgive him for that? It took me a really long time, but I eventually did. I had to, because my health was deteriorating on account of it. I had to let it go, and then I started getting better from it after. Yeah, they've done studies on forgiveness, and they found that people who can't forgive, their health really suffers. Yes, it does. does. Yeah, it, people actually can get cancer, from yeah. what I understand, yeah. from unforgiveness. So yes. forgiving doesn't really do much for them. It's more for yourself. Yes, yes. I had a really hard time um, staying with him because of the abuse. He used to beat me up all the time, and I mean really beat me up. Mm-hmm. He broke my spine and my breastbone. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, that's when the Lord, he helped me get away. The Lord opened different doors for me after that. So, you know, about abuse, um, that is no. not what God had planned for any no. of us. He doesn't expect people to stay in situations like that where they're abused. And um, sometimes... We just have to ask him help. Yeah. Just help me, Lord. Yeah. He answers. Yeah. It was like um, when my grandfather was talking to me about when people say mean things to you, he said, don't answer them. He said, they're ignorant and God will punish them for you. So don't worry about it. God is a God of justice. Isn't yes, he, he is. Everyone will have to answer for the wrongs they've done That's against right. our people, yeah. against everyone, really. And so many injustices have been done, and all of those will be balanced out and taken care of by God. Yes. We don't have to do that. I think that God expects us to do what we can to effect justice in this world. He just doesn't want us to take vengeance. Yes. Yes. And then you had a terrible incident with your son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got murdered in Vancouver. Yeah. He got pushed on the sky train. So never did find out exactly what happened. 
Such a sad story. My heart breaks when I hear you tell that story. Uh-huh. I'm I'm okay with it now, mainly because I know I'll see him pretty soon. Yeah, Jesus is coming back oh, soon. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. I think this is a good time for us to listen to some music. Sometimes it's just wonderful to remember that just around the corner, heaven is waiting for us because Jesus is coming soon. The Rising Above Band is created from some Cree people from Ontario and Quebec. Pastor Howard Jolly, Rick Terry, and Brenda Martin. When we come back, we will speak with Safinia about how she manages to forgive. A country where no twilight shadows deepen. An ending day where night shall never be. It's a city where no storm clouds ever gather Oh, this is just what heaven means to me What will it be when we get over yonder and join the throng around the glassy sea To greet our loved ones and crown Christ forever Oh, this is just what heaven means to me It's a place where there is no misunderstanding Where from all enmity and strife we're free No unkind words to wound the heart are spoken. Oh, this is just what heaven means to me. What will it be when we get over yonder and join the throng around the glassy What heaven means to me When at last I see the face of Jesus Without whose love forever lost I'd be When they crown him king of kings Praise God I'm gonna be there Oh this is just what heaven means to me What will it be when we the glassy sea to greet our loved ones and crown Christ forever oh this is just what heaven means 
I praise God that you have been able to stay close to Jesus through all your trials. You've had a, a, a tough life. And a lot of our Native people have had hard lives, you yes. know. But I know that God really is there for us to help us to learn how to forgive. Mm-hmm. I read the Bible every morning. Every morning I say, God, please help me through this day so that I'll be able to live and If I'm doing something wrong, forgive me and guide me in the right direction. Yeah. So now, when somebody says something to me, I forgive them right away. I don't walk away not forgiving them, no matter what was said or how it was said, whatever, if they hurt my feelings, right? I forgive you now, you know? That's beautiful. And I don't bother trying to hang on to it, because it's not going to do me any good. You know, it's just not going to rub off on me and make me ill or anything like that just because you have your own feelings that you have to deal with. I'm learning how nicely to deal with mine and kind of the Lord saying no, no, no to me. And he does say no to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you forgive somebody, do you find sometime down the road that old anger and hatred starts to surface again? It used to be for, but not anymore. Mm-hmm. No, no. I, When I prayed about it, I just asked the Lord not to let it surface anymore, and he doesn't. I know people who have asked God to help them to forgive people. So they forgive, and then a week later, they remember it all again, and they get all angry and hateful yeah. again, yeah. and they have to ask God to help them to forgive again. Yeah. And eventually they can yeah. just completely forgive them yes. 100%. Yes. And then hearts begin to be restored. Mm-hmm. But it's through God. Yes. I think you're right. No. I don't think it's possible even to forgive no. someone on our own. No, not possible for me. And he can forgive us, you know, um, for oh, all the Everything. terrible things. We've done a yeah. lot of things against yeah. him. Yeah. So the world would be a better place if we forgave each other more and loved each other more, wouldn't it? Very beautiful place. And kindness, too. Kindness goes a long ways. Mm -hmm. If if you're kind to a person, what goes around comes around. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, Safinia, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners on how important forgiveness is? It heals your heart, and it heals the people that you're forgiving as well. It makes them grow mainly because they're looking at you, and they're thinking to themselves, well, whatever I'm saying is not doing any good. Maybe she's got something that I want, and that's the Lord. And you're passing the Lord's praising and all his honor onto that person that you're forgiving. And it makes you it go a lot better because the Lord's going to forgive them right away. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you again, Safinia. You've been such a blessing to us. Oh, well. We appreciate so much your time and your wisdom, um, sharing your wisdom and your experiences with us, because it's, I think it's really going to help a lot of people. Oh, well. All righty, and we thank you listeners for listening today, and we just would like to remind you that Jesus is the answer and that he will restore your heart if you ask. 
Restore my heart, my life, my